We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode of All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast is brought to you by the TV Guide Podcast Network and Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. Join TV Guide Survivor superfans Fox Van Allen and Lance Cartelli every week as they dig deep into season 39 of the hit CBS competition reality show, Survivor. You'll get interviews with your favorite Survivor castaways, strategy deep dives, unique insights, and more. It's the perfect way to keep up with Survivor 39, Island of the Idols. So subscribe to Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from TV Guide now, wherever you stream your podcasts. Season's greetings and welcome to TV Guide's All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Lechner, and I'm jingle bell rocking into your podcast feed every Tuesday and Thursday this holiday season to break down the must-watch seasonal films you need to see this year. Today, I am joined by fellow TV Guide contributor Lily Rose, and we are talking about Netflix's new holiday original, The Night Before Christmas. That's night with a K. Lily, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, You're a Vanessa Hudgens fan. I am a big Vanessa Hudgens fan. Loved her ever since High School Musical. Love her with Austin Butler. I think she has really come into her own as a Christmas movie star. Beautiful. I'm so glad you're on the show today because we are both fans of Vanessa Hudgens's Hudgens's holiday movie experience. Um, Princess Switch was her release from last year, and this year, The Night Before Christmas was one of the films I was most excited to stream this holiday season um, because of that plot. So I'm going to tell you guys what the the summary is, the logline of this movie that had me sold the moment I heard that this movie was a thing. The night before Christmas, a medieval knight, Josh Whitehouse, is magically transported to the present day where he falls for a high school science teacher, Vanessa Hudgens, who is disillusioned by love. And they had me sold right there. (laughs) Right from the jump. A time-traveling knight comes to modern-day Ohio. Um, I love time travel, love movies. Uh, I don't feel like Kate and Leopold was a huge hit, but that's a Meg Ryan, Hugh Jackman movie. Such a good movie. Yeah, where she falls in love with someone from the 1700s, I think. Um, Yeah, you know, when you get a time-traveling movie, specifically where a a man comes from the past, you know that you're going to get gentlemen dressed in, like, dapper attire (laughs) that I think a lot of um, women love as evidenced by romance novel covers. Um, They will be very polite and chivalrous. There's just like certain things you're expecting to get from the movie. They all have British accents, which is key, I think, in making him a romantic lead. Yes. In many ways, I feel like their differences in this movie is more he just was cute and British and less so he's a knight from the 1300s because he was largely like unfazed by a lot of things in 2019 Ohio. Um, so, so let's just jump right into it. So the movie opens up with uh, Sir Cole. Circle. Circle. As he's yeah. better known. <laughs> the, Circle. The writer was very excited about that. Sir Cole, played by Josh Whitehouse, our new favorite British romantic lead. Um, it opens with him going through some sort of nightly 
stuff. They're like chasing a falcon. I don't know. His brother's about to become knighted, right? Yes. His younger brother. Yes. So they're doing knight things and he is out in the woods on his horse alone and he bumps into an old crone. (laughs) And uh, I want to point that out. Um, If you were playing a, a game where you just take a sip of eggnog every time something is mentioned in this movie every time someone says old crone you'll drink a lot of eggnog (laughs) you will be a little toasty by the end of the film (laughs) her character name on imdb is in fact old crone um (laughs) this older woman finds him in the woods so i guess she's like a witchy woman someone with like special powers i think that he defines what an old crone is somewhere in the film um, I think it's the second time that he calls that random woman in the Christmas town who's playing Mrs. Claus where he calls her old crone and then the the Santa Claus is like, please stop calling my wife old crone. That and was he... one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I know it we're jumping so ahead. Good. But when gray haired Santa said, please stop calling my wife an old crone, I laughed out loud. <laughs> um, yeah. So he kind of defines there that a crone like sent him on a mission. He said, I think he said that she's just... I, like a tricky witch who <laughs> <laughs> helps you find your purpose, maybe. Yes. So his his whole mission in this movie is every knight has some sort of thing that they have to do um, like a, to achieve to prove that they're a true knight. And he just doesn't know what his is yet. It in some way deals with whatever your weakness is as a knight or something that you have issues dealing with and he just doesn't even know what his weakness is so he's going to find out whatever his night mission is so this quote-unquote old crone wearing a wig and amazing (laughs) eyebrows did you notice her eyebrows i didn't i was focused on the wig (laughs) they whoever did the makeup for this film found a gray brow pencil which is like not too hard to find but i think it's really hard to pull off and they just nailed it so major (laughs) shout out to the makeup and hair on this film yeah so she (laughs) I mean I admired her wig because it was like very beautifully styled considering she's lost in a blizzard um, in the woods she uh, she sends him to the future with this medallion around his neck um, that sends him to modern day Ohio um, where Vanessa Hudgens is she is a teacher we establish that she's been disillusioned by love because she is telling a very young student who just got broken up with her boyfriend the girl's probably like 13 years old um She's telling her student, like, love's not real, like, you just need to focus on you, which in some ways it's nice that she's empowering her student, like, hey, just focus on your own personal goals because she's 13. But at the same time, is like telling her that love doesn't exist, which I don't want to go into details, but I had a teacher like that when oh, I was God. in eighth grade. And it's like not a not appropriate to do that to a kid. She's to also... like complain about your own love life um, in the classroom. But she kind of does that with her student page. So we really establish in there like Vanessa's been through something um, and does not trust men in general but anymore. she's a science teacher. I just want to point out that she is a science teacher. And I think that she never talks about her job or like being a teacher in the film, except for in that one scene where you see her in a classroom. Otherwise, she's never working. She's always with Sir Cole. Is it Christmas break? I Her sister's Christmas, running a boutique. Yeah. What is she doing? We do see dates at the bottom. So it's like the week of Christmas leading mm-hmm. into it. But it does seem a little early for them to be on break. And also, considering she's a science teacher, she wants to both believe in this gentleman, but also like 
time travel. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I feel like there could have been more of her mulling that over, considering her. She could have. Background. Yeah, she. This really could have been a movie about science. Yeah. So she shuts down a child about how love doesn't exist, um, and then she drives her car and hits Sir Cole with his her car. Um, <laughs> how all great rom-coms <laughs> Well, begin. first she bumps into him briefly, but then, yeah, she hits him with a car. Um, Potential these, vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, these are little details they don't really call out. So she's kind of friends with the local cop, and the cop shows up, and she's like, oh, my gosh, this guy was just in front of my car, and I think he hit his head. And I was like, you're leaving out a lot of verbs, Vanessa, like how you hit him with your car. Yeah, she <laughs> almost <laughs> straight up ran this guy over. And she didn't say I hit him with my car. She said, I think he hit his head. And I said, Vanessa, admit to what you've done. The cop is not worried. The cop is like, it's no. fine. You're my friend. I will get you yeah. off. He's a family friend. It turns out her late father was a cop on the force. So there, there's a favor there. I don't know. Um, so they go to the hospital and she follows. And Sir Cole has been checked out and is apparently fine, but thinks he's a medieval knight. So obviously the cop and doctors think something's up uh but he hit his head and sometimes this can happen and this is when she kind of says um that she feels a little guilty because she hit him with her car and the cop just says like no um and again like no you did (laughs) it is your fault you hit him with your car (laughs) she full hit him and then um I really liked when she was like oh no where's he gonna sleep and he was like he'll sleep at the station and then Sir Cole was like I will sleep in the forest under the trees. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just feel like even in medieval times, people still wanted shelter, like, a little bit. Like, I people probably were not too interested in sleeping in the snow on a cold day. Like, they wanted to go in their hut. They wanted to be warm. Yeah. Not Sir Cole. He is very ready to freeze to death in Ohio. Even he knows you don't want to sleep at a cop station. <laughs> yeah, he knows that, but he's like, my blanket <laughs> will be my jacket and I will be fine. Yeah, he shuts it down. I feel like there would have been more options, like, he could stay at the hospital or just somewhere nicer than, like, He'll sleep at the station or wherever. But Vanessa agrees to take him home. Again, he is a stranger. She hit him with her car. He has a sword, but he's also cute and British. (laughs) So she takes him back to her home. Um, We know that her house was left to her by her parents who passed away around the same time. Her dad was a cop. We don't know what her mom did. Um, Her home is beautiful. Her house is really, really gorgeous. And huge. And it has a huge guest house, which is like the size of a house as well. And it's all beautifully trimmed for the holidays. She went all out decorating, and it's just, I don't know what the property taxes would be for this On a teacher's salary, too. Yeah, but, like, it's a a gorgeous house and property, so um, she inherited something wonderful. Good for her. She takes him out to the guest house where he'll be staying. Um, She says this quote to him the moment they get into the guest house with this man who has maybe suffered a head injury who she hit with her car. She says, first thing we should do is update your wardrobe. Yep. Number one priority. <laughs> Number one, he has come from the um, medieval era. He has gorgeous, sparkling white teeth. Um, like, number one, I'd be like, your breath probably is horrifying because, like, did they floss or brush? I don't know. His hair, like, yes, it snowed a little bit, but, like, not greasy. He doesn't stink, but his very, like, gorgeous also chainmail armor she's like no take that off we're gonna put you in some nice duds yeah 
she, and it's her ex-boyfriend's Christmas sweater. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend had left some stuff behind, so she dresses him in all of that stuff. We bring up the ex quite a bit. We do. Um, in this moment, when she has decided the first priority is to dress him, does she say anything like, do you know what a polio vaccine is? <laughs> does she say something like... <laughs> Let me tell you what this electricity is all about. None of these things. She gives him a mini makeover. Um, He says he's hungry, so she takes him out to a diner. Oh, but we're missing the most integral part is he tries to kill a skunk. He's in her front yard, and he's like, I also feel... Was it night at this time? It is nighttime. Okay, skunks are, like, nocturnal, so that's... It's true. That fits, but I just... Even, again, I will say, even in medieval times, I feel that people were aware that skunks, like, sprayed a very awful smell. And, like, if he had spooked the sk- was he just not concerned? He was not concerned, clearly. He was going to spear hunt <laughs> an animal in suburban Ohio just in front of he the world. He yeah. was hungry. He was hungry. Yeah, I don't know that skunks were the regular thing to eat at that time. He was clearly very hungry. Yes, he was starving. <laughs> he was so hungry, and he was also very put off. They get to the restaurant, and he's he goes, hot dog? Like, he thinks it's like a real dog. Tater tots, he was yeah. offended by. and it's by. like, who are you to judge? You just tried to eat a skunk. You just tried to eat a skunk, and you <laughs> won't eat a tater tot? What, do you, what does he think a tater tot is? That's what I want to know. A tot toddler tot child. I don't know potato <laughs> child. <laughs> I have no idea because there's a lot of questions about what existed then. Like, was he even cele- He mentions Christmas trees. Did, was that even a thing? Right. Was Christmas a thing? Then? I don't know that it was in the iteration that he would understand it in modern day Ohio. So I don't know what he would think a tater tot is, but he's down to eat burgers. Vanessa orders them burgers and fries. Um, Everyone on the podcast knows how I feel about this because you probably already heard the Holiday in the Wild episode in which Kristen Davis, two times in the movie, orders a massive seafood platter with a lobster on it and touches none of it. This happens again, you guys. <laughs> there is the knight eats all almost all of his burger and fries and hot chocolate. Vanessa Hudgens has taken maybe one bite of it, and at the, they're at the end of the meal, like they've been sitting there and talking for a while. She she it's untouched. It is untouched, but to her credit, she just saw her ex boyfriend, so maybe she lost her appetite because he enters the diner mm-hmm. um, with, with his, his new woman. Yes, with his new woman, and Sir Cole has just traveled through time, which I guess would like make you pretty hungry because that's like thousands of years without eating. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so then she sees her uh, ex, and maybe maybe that just like killed her appetite. But I'm also just gonna like go with no. She's just trying to. I don't know, keep her felt Christmas figure. Yeah, her her ex walks in with the woman who he had cheated with on Vanessa and now is with this this woman. Um, and that becomes a conversation that Brooke, Vanessa's character, and Cole have is about the ex and like what the history is there and not about the time travel. <laughs> yes, not worried about time travel. Sir Cole, Sir Cole says that he is... He, like, tries to stab him. And she goes, there are laws against that now. Now? There yeah. were not laws against stabbing people back then? Cole does want to stab then? her ex for her, um, I guess, in a move of gallantry. Oh, wow. So gallant. What a <laughs> and dream. And she has to shut him down. Um, but other than that, yeah, not a lot of discussion of, like, what is this place? What is Where does this What's come from? What's a diner? Yeah. Electricity again? Yeah. Um, I feel ill. I haven't had shots. I don't know. <laughs> Just anything. The air quality is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have plenty more of this movie to get to, so we're going to take a quick break. 
break and we'll be right back after this. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And we are back. I'm with Lily Rose. We're talking about The Night Before Christmas, Night with a K, on Netflix, starring Vanessa Hudgens. Um, So they have this wonderful diner day, and then they go back to the house. Um, Sir Cole stays up all night. First of all, he's, like, trying to figure out how Alexa works. I loved those plugs. The shameless Netflix plug where he's, like, watching TV, and it's uh, Christmas in the Wild. Yes. And then also with Amazon Alexa. It's holiday in the wild. Oh, holiday it's also in the wild. holiday I'm so calendar. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've Oh, holiday them. calendar was on in the background too. That's yeah. right. I love that one. So they plug their own movies. He tries to figure out how Alexa works. He's still doing better than a lot of people's parents. So it's I mean, all things considered, he's doing well with technology. Like he is navigating Netflix and Alexa better than people we know. He learns super quickly. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen the incredible movie Splash starring Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, but um, she learns English by watching TV inside of a department store for like a ton of hours. Sir Cole learns modern English yes. by watching TV, except that he's like, what does he call it? He was like, it's lit AF. He and says, I it's lit that. AF. It's straight fire, dude. And he says it in a very robotic way. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, yeah. It made me feel very sad about what must be on TV, even though there's so many great things on TV. What is he watching where people are like, he didn't get that from Holiday fire. in the Wild starring Kristen Davis? I don't Definitely know. Not. <laughs> Um, But he picked all that up overnight. Luckily, he continues to be British through the movie, and he doesn't completely turn into... Uh, An Ohio man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From watching uh, television, which both he and the old crone refer to as magic boxes that make merry. Um, Accurate. Yeah, that's what a TV is called. Um, So he's getting more acclimated to life with Vanessa Hudgens. and then he asks if he can borrow her car. <laughs> that was so... I, so I watched this movie twice. On the first time around, only I was twice. like... Only twice. <laughs> only two times, and I would like to watch it a third. Um, but on the first time around, when he was like, can I borrow your car? And she was like, do you remember how to drive? I thought that she had meant from him watching her the first time when he got in the car. And then I realized, no, she still thinks that he is going to get his memory back. And that's why she said, oh, you remember how to drive a car. Not from watching Vanessa Hudgens drive, but from what she assumes is his life pre-memory loss. I think I could have used a stronger realization moment midway through the movie of when does she go from thinking like he must have just lost his memory to oh he might really be a knight and I do believe in time travel and that this is just unexplained magic or something Um, because we never really see like a a moment where that switch happens for her and I think we needed that because sometimes I thought she believed in him and then sometimes she just kept insisting like oh you must remember regardless in this scenario when he says may I borrow your metallic steed or whatever he calls a car when someone opens with that <laughs> whether no. he is actually a time traveling knight or just a man who you hit with your car 
both scenarios, don't lend your car to that stranger. Do not. Do not. <laughs> Regardless, give him your car. say no. I don't even lend my car to people I know and like um, because that's if they hit someone, you're responsible for what happens. And he's driving in the snow and like it's the Midwest in the snow driving. Like that's a disaster. Regular people can't even drive that. So like yeah. how is. I know he's cute, girl, but like this guy. <laughs> Cute enough to get away with yeah, vehicular yeah. manslaughter. I mean, clearly she's not a responsible driver. We've known her for 15 minutes. She's hit one person. But still, like, don't then give the keys to someone else. Who's going to be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So she gives him her car. Um, spoiler alert, he's bad at driving, too. But it's only, like, he's kind of swerving a bit. Like, it's that clumsy driving. But he's still somehow figured out, like, reverse and drive and how to turn the key in the ignition, whatever. He he said to her in the in the first time that he goes in her car, he's like, oh, the wheel is the reins. And did he say it? Like gear yeah. shift or something? <laughs> he like strangely knows a lot about modern cars. He figures it out fast. Like, yeah. Quick from, learner circle. Yeah. Quick learner. Circle knows what he's doing. So he poorly drives a car and leaves it in the downtown. And this is when he goes to find Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus at what is called like the Christmas Castle so, like, a local town attraction where they have Christmassy things. Um, I don't want to hate on all Santas, but I don't – I the gray-haired Santa in this. I just feel like go with the traditional-looking Santa. <laughs> this is a side note. Um, yeah, it just – he didn't look very santa He He felt like me. it worked for the town. Again, like, I'm going to go back to the fact that this is, like, the Midwest, and it's Ohio, and, like, they're not pulling out, like, big budget. Like, they're not hiring a Macy's Santa Claus for this. Like, this is their little town. So someone's dad, or, like, maybe the guy who owns the grocery store was like, I will be Santa. And, like, that worked, I think. I thought it was cute. I liked it. You're I didn't a better want it person to be than me. Yeah. I think I was more <laughs> like, why did they, like, cast this guy with the wrong hair color? But it makes sense. You're right. Because, honestly, I've been to Santa's where... They're my age or younger. Oh, no. <laughs> they have a fake beard on. So it does happen. Um, he he goes there to try and find the quote unquote old crone. This is when gray haired Santa says, hey, buddy, can you stop calling my wife an old crone? <laughs> this is... poor woman who's also like maybe 40. She looked and like. doesn't look like the old crone. Not it's at just all. another woman. With gray hair. With gray hair. And she's also wearing a wig. I would like to point out her gray hair is a wig. Mm-hmm. And like it is obvious that her hair is a wig. Like you can that's tell not her natural Everyone look. wearing a wig in this movie you can tell it's a wig. Yes. But that's like a separate conversation. Well no no I just I mean like the old crone is like we're supposed yeah. to believe she has gray hair. Santa's wife we're like oh no no this is like Carol who works at the library yeah. and like she put on a wig <laughs> to be Mrs. Claus. Yep. But Sir Cole could not tell. No. But he does know how to drive a car. He does know how to drive a car. So he is there. He doesn't find the crone he's looking for. It's a different crone. Uh, So then Vanessa has to come find him and take him home. Um, They continue spending more time together. Um, Vanessa has a sister named Brooke who has a boutique. So she brings a bunch of men's clothing. Brooke is not... When I first saw the trailer, I was like, Nina Dobrev. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, for Brooke's sister? Yes. <laughs> that is Emmanuel Shikri. I did look up how to pronounce her name. Um, she is from Entourage. She is not Nina Dobrev. She's they not. They are hauntingly similar in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> they should play sisters. They really should because they look so similar. It is a different actress. It is fully yeah. a different actress, <laughs> yes. But it's hard to tell in these trailers because they really, you know, they played up Vanessa and Circle. They they did. So we and don't really see the supporting it's cast. Like, 
so quick you see her in the trailer and then I was watching the movie and was like that is fully not Nina Dobrev yeah the sister her she's present in the movie but there aren't a lot of like con honestly there aren't even a lot of conflicts for the leads to face let alone the supporting character um last week you guys heard us talk about right before Christmas from Hallmark which had too many storylines this was an easy to handle amount of story. Yes. Um, Vanessa's sister, Brooke's sister, uh, has a boutique. She gives clothes to Cole. She also has a daughter who's cute, who's probably like 10 ish, and a husband who we see briefly. They hang out a bit so Cole can teach the little kid how to do sword fighting with wood. Um, and this is a line. So they're all hanging out. They're kind of like decorating the tree. He's teaching this kid how to sword fight. There's so there's a little bit of hangout, but they really haven't known him that long. Again, he's been there for like a day. This is an actual line that Brooke's sister says to Brooke, played by Vanessa Hudgens. She says, Aside from the fact that he believes that he's a knight from the 14th century, I would say Cole is the whole package. <laughs> hard agree. Hard okay, agree. I was going to say hard disagree. And I don't feel like I would tell my girlfriend or my sister or anyone that about a person. Um, if you've ever read any sort of fan fiction ever, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, I'm going to use Harry Styles as an example. Harry Styles gets amnesia and forgets that he's like a major superstar in, um, I don't know, Florida. And like some girl named Amber sees him at the mall and like her friend would be like, oh my God, he's the perfect guy for you, even though he has amnesia yeah. and like can't remember <laughs> his own name. Sir Cole, like hot knows how to bake which is I think good he hasn't baked yet oh he hasn't baked yet okay he he can hunt he, so, so, far, so far all he's done is been hit by a car and is freeloading <laughs> but he's he hot is, and we see him after a shower wearing a towel this is true and he's got a body and also Josh Whitehouse who plays him is a former Burberry model okay so I think that at this point Brooke's sister is correct he doesn't he a have a job he's offered to he's murder <laughs> he's offered to murder her ex who lent ideal man for me <laughs> ideal man for me straight up um so anyway I just think her sister like let's vet people a little better before we build them up for our, the women in our lives um because she just goes all in on like this is he's the whole package this is a good idea and I'm willing like, to let's... kill my ex-boyfriend attractive <laughs> let's get some more information first agree to disagree lily <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take one more quick break and we'll be right back after this now streaming i want to go back to normal what's normal the paramount plus original series evil has returned we've already hunted werewolves and demons and now what a baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. And we are back. We're talking about Netflix's The Night Before Christmas. Um, as I said previously, there's not a ton of conflict inserted into this movie. There's a redheaded neighbor to Vanessa Hudgens who briefly flirts with Cole. Um, he shuts her down hard both times. So that didn't really need to happen. Um, at one point, the, Brooke's niece gets lost um, and Cole and Vanessa Hudgens go find the niece um, who's standing in the middle of a frozen lake and then he pulls her to the side and we've seen that scene in many movies and usually the ice breaks there is no actual ice breaking in the scene so even though it's like fraught with tension um, 
It's really not that much tension. <laughs> I like that he asks her to crawl like a snail. He's like, have you ever seen a snail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my British accent's too good. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, get down and crawl to me. And he saves her and like, that is sweet and nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, are there a lot of frozen ponds where he lives in England that he has had to like rescue people from? Like, is this a nightly duty? Like, is this the equivalent to firemen rescuing kittens from trees? Like, knights had to rescue people from frozen lakes. We, based on the introduction to the film, we don't know a lot about what knights do, but That's they were true. doing some sort of unnecessary falconry thing. Right. Or a hunt. I don't know what was happening in it the was, beginning. I thought it was, but we established that they were knights. Know. Yeah, they were knights and they were, like, chasing a falcon. <laughs> You know what? You convinced me that's what they do. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> they chased a falcon. So we don't know what their day-to-day right. looks like, really. Um, and we're never going to find out because we don't really expand that at all. Um, so he saves her, uh, Vanessa Hudgens' niece. So that does kind of solidify that maybe he's a, a good guy. Um, they start setting up for a fundraiser in the town the feast the best scene my favorite scene in this whole movie I know what you're gonna say do you really do it yeah. <laughs> when they What's go grocery shopping oh, okay <laughs> oh you didn't know what I was gonna say I thought it was something after oh, that oh <laughs> no the best scene in the whole movie for me personally so throughout the film so actually Sir Cole gets hot chocolate spilled on him by Vanessa Hudgens on their first meeting and this is before she runs him over with the car she like body checks him so also Vanessa Hudgens is like a little bit violent she body checks him and spills her hot chocolate and then he like tastes it off his armor and he's like delicious he calls it mead yes mead he's calling it mead (laughs) the whole movie and then he keeps drinking it and then they go grocery shopping and he's like oh this must be the mead I like so much and he attempts to put six like canisters of hot chocolate into the cart and she's like we're not hunkering down for the winter we only need one and he's like okay but then like very sneakily he starts putting all six canisters back in and Vanessa Hudgens is just like oh I guess okay we're just gonna have like six things of hot chocolate now and it's very like cheeky like naughty little boy mom and son (laughs) of the supermarket and that just like made me laugh why was that such a major like Thing in his character, <laughs> yeah, he just like, he, like loved hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. Um, I loved that scene. And once so again, good. her she is a teacher with no budget concerns None. and just buys everything he wants. She can afford hot chocolate week in, in like a canister. How expensive? She's spending like thirty bucks on hot chocolate right now. She's spending a lot of money at the store that she day. is. Yeah, yeah. He then eats bread um, <laughs> in the aisle while trying it out like a child. Um, again, and then Vanessa bumps into that student who she told love doesn't exist too and they have a brief talk again about how love doesn't exist and the students just focused on herself um and then sir cole says like this bread that i'm eating is gross i need to teach you how to make real bread and point me in the direction of flour and butter and yeast um and it's amazing yeah this is the scene i thought you were gonna say was your favorite (laughs) which is they go back to her house and then he's wearing like this cable knit green sweater and standing behind her saying like, like you ghost. don't know how to knead bread correctly so like let me teach you how so he's like teaching her to knead bread it's exactly <laughs> like ghost he comes up behind her and is like this is how you knead bread and yeah. like they <laughs> sensually knead the bread together <laughs> and he and, looks gorgeous and yeah. she looks like beautiful she's immaculate this whole film she looks amazing the entire time she has so many coats I know we're, we keep going back to her budget but like her coat game is strong she has so many coats she must be doing so 
many rental services. Um, her winter wear is amazing. The standout coat for me in the film was the um, the brown long coat that had like kind of the little belt and her hair was like ironed into kind of a like underflip. Do you know what I'm talking That's about? That's a beautiful coat. Cutting scene. But she also has some bright leaf uh, colored faux furs. She does. That just for funsies, like when you want to switch it up. <laughs> she looks incredible. Again, hair, makeup, and costume like killed it for this Netflix movie in my personal opinion. I agree. I think she looked amazing. Um, and Cole looks very cute in his seasonal sweaters as well. So he they have this so beautiful bread kneading scene, which I know <laughs> who they put it out there for. I'm sure a lot of people are just rewatching that scene. Um, a thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> that is the cute scene where a man has to teach a woman how to do something. And it is present in a lot of rom-coms for a reason. It works. Um, so they have to make all this bread for this big feast that Vanessa's family has always hosted, which is also a fundraising feast. Cole is still trying to figure out what his mission is, and he decides it might be to help out a family in need by suggest. I guess they say that it's like something he did, but I guess he just suggests that they give the money raised from the feast to this family in need. And it was Cole's idea. I think I think so. Yeah, I felt bad. I know they wanted to insert conflict too, but the family need, they made it very sad where like all the children, it's a a single father who's lost his wife and all these children are standing around a big Christmas tree and the little kids say, I wish we had a tree like this at home. And then the dad says, but you know what we have under the tree is even more important at home, right? And they're like, love, we have love under the tree. And I was like, this is- It's very, very heartbreaking. very sad. Um, So they really make you feel very quickly they established this as a family you have to feel for so then Cole and Vanessa and team give this family a bunch of gifts for the children and then an envelope of money to the dad to help them out which is really that's super nice um but there's a there's a gifting moment coming up that I would like to investigate and that is the gift given to Brooke's niece Oh, yes. Can we talk about that? Are we there yet? It's coming up. I thought it was going to be a different gift, which was when he saved Brooke's niece, Brooke's sister gives him mead. And oh, it's just like right. a glass vial of it hot was, chocolate. Again, the hot chocolate. It's like, a weird way to present hot chocolate. His character loves hot chocolate so much. Also, why would you give someone hot chocolate in a glass? In a glass. <laughs> like, it it's looks like scalding. something you'd hold like, fancy alcohol in. Yes, it looked like a, like a wine craft. Yeah. Um, but it's full of hot chocolate. He just, like, holds it without hot pads. Like, he's burning off the skin on his fingers. (laughs) Um, I know what niece gift you're talking about. That happens in one moment. So Cole does the thing. He thinks that maybe his mission was just to help this family in need. He's not sure. Mm -hmm. So then he and Vanessa have a moment where they kiss and it's romantic and it's romantic it is a good kiss like it's a really good sometimes in netflix christmas movies like you think the kiss is gonna be good and it's just not there the kiss in this one is good yeah they build up to it and you're like these people have chemistry definitely and this is what we wanted and we could kind of tell when they were kneading bread but now we know now we know (laughs) confirmed um cole his like amulet whatever his thing starts lighting up so he thinks his mission has been achieved so he like kisses and runs vanessa hudgens and he goes back in time um she sees him evaporate in front of her and she is sad but i don't think she was that phased but not phased yeah she was like time travel is real i'm a science teacher time travel is real he turns into smoke and she kind of just reacts like oh this guy like kissed me and now he's gone and i'm like sad about 
that. But yeah, there's... she reacted like he ghosted her. Like he, Which I mean, he kind of did because yeah. he evaporated like a ghost, and he would be dead in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> so but he did. There's not a big reaction to the way like she doesn't immediately call someone and it's like Cole is gone, and I did have feelings for him, but also he disappeared. <laughs> Time in travel front of is me. real. It's so crazy. Yeah, there's guys. no reaction like that. No. Um. So he's just gone, and he goes back to his brother. Then it's Christmas morning. Yes. And then, so I would just, I would love to figure this out. Are they trying to say that Santa Claus is real? And like, spoiler alert, Santa is real. Please, if you're listening, Santa is real. Um, But like, the niece, I want to say her name is Lily. Is her name Lily? I, I if I recall, someone is named Lily in this. Her <laughs> name's Claire. <laughs> Lily, I think, is her little friend <laughs> who she gives the mittens to. There is a Lily, yes. I knew it. Okay, <laughs> so Claire, the niece, has been saying this whole film, I want a puppy. And um, Brooke and Brooke's sister are like, no, not getting you a puppy. Like, it's too much work. You are a 10-year-old child, and you're not going to take care of this dog. Which Come I Chris- just want to cut in briefly and say, anytime that someone says... You can't get a puppy. In these movies, they always get a puppy. And I just, I know so many people in my own life that wanted a dog. And some of them might be listening. And then their parents gave them, like, a stuffed dog So sad. So, like, these movies are filling in a void that a lot of people just never had filled in life. Uh, You may continue. (laughs) I love that. I love that these movies are doing it for people in various ways. Um, So come Christmas morning, there is a live puppy. Like, it's a real dog for the daughter. No one has purchased this dog for this child. Mm -mm. It was not Brooke. It was not her mom. It was not the mom's husband who I forgot his name. like, briefly showed up. He's, like, there for five seconds. The dad. Sir Cole is... Not there, so he did not give her this dog. Yeah, I thought it would be him. Like, I thought it would, it would be, be like, him too. Oh, Sir Cole did it, and yes. he's back. And that would but... be like the note would be like, "For you, little child, they just love Sir Cole." Chalk it up to quote unquote. It must have been Christmas magic. Uh, literally, but, it was Santa, I guess. But that's like a different thing. Completely. Is it a world with time travel, or with magic, or with all of it, or where did this dog come from? Yeah. She does this child also believe in Santa? Like, what is? I just I want to know so bad what is happening here. It's not. It's not explained. It's a unexplained. puppy arrives. Everyone's happy about the puppy, and we do not know the source. I mean, who'd be sad about the puppy? And she names it Night, which is cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we don't know where the puppy came from. Santa. I mean, like. At first, I thought it was going to be Vanessa. Then I thought it would be Cole. And if it was Vanessa, I was like, that's presumptuous. You just can't get, like, your niece or nephew a puppy without checking with the parents. Right. There is a code. Um, But it's just a mystery dog. It's a mystery dog. And, like, it's also a very cute puppy. It wasn't, like, a stray dog that came in off the street. Because, like, okay, maybe they left their door open all night and a dog wandered in. Like, no, that was not the situation. It was a very adorable dog. Yeah, this is a brand new, fresh, (laughs) I I don't know terms. (laughs) Puppies <laughs> fresh. This is a freshly baked dog. This is a fresh dog. out of the oven dog <laughs> that just found its way into their house. Um, and yeah, we do not get that information. But Sir Cole did make. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so Sir Cole makes a Christmas tree ornament. Yes. Let's also talk about how a little bit earlier, rewind, rewind. Um, fake Nina Dobrev is showing her daughter the 
chestnut ornament that her parents got in right. Aldovia. Yes. Shout out a Christmas prince. There is a Christmas movie universe. Yes. All of these films are connected. But they're also on Netflix at the same yeah, time. They're watching them on Netflix, but also Aldovia is real. real. <laughs> <laughs> that does come up. There's so many things in this movie. It's hard to keep track of all. <laughs> it's all amazing. Um, and it's all worthy of being talked about. So uh, Cole has gone back to the past, yeah. sees his brother for a hot minute. He shows up, sees his brother, and says, I'm here for your knighting ceremony, but also I met this woman, and I'm in love, and I shouldn't have left her. And the brother just says, like, go to her. And so Cole leaves again. So he's back for a hot minute. Literally 10 seconds. Doesn't really have time to explain the time travel. Is saying to goodbye to his brother for what we will assume is the rest of his life. Forever. And he's, like, sad. Like, he was genuinely sad. Like, I could sense the heartbreak. Like, he was mm-hmm. like, this is my brother, and I'm saying goodbye. Yeah. But he was, like, not sad the first time around. He was more sad about, like, losing his horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, he kept being like, sure, when, where are you? And then his brother, he was like, mm, I don't care. And then, yeah, so he's fine with just leaving yeah. again. So he's back in medieval time, in the 1300s. Yes. Is when it is, I guess. Um, the 14th century, 1300s. I forget the year they say it is. Um, 1392 or something. Uh, he is back for a moment, and then he returns to Ohio um, and leaves his family and his life behind to be in Ohio to be in Ohio he reunites with Vanessa Hudgens they have another amazing kiss they ride off on a horse together while everyone claps um he is dressed like a knight he looks amazing she presumably has accepted that time travel is real but no one else there has been presented with evidence to know that this man is a knight um but she doesn't like pressure them into it either like she's not like no you have to believe me he time traveled like she's just like Okay. This is fine. Yeah. It's good. And her cop friend who knows that this guy got hit by a car and he thinks that he just like doesn't know what's going on. Like he doesn't believe that he's really a knight. They kind of keep teasing like Cole could maybe become a police officer. Yeah. Because he's very gallant. So but then that, he says he could also be a baker. He's like, maybe I'll yeah. join the police force or be a baker. Yeah. I'm going to tell that. you right now, Cole, it's not going to be a cop because you don't have... A birth certificate, you don't have an ID, you don't have a social security number, you don't have any proof of where you came from, schooling, shots. It keeps coming back to vaccines. (laughs) He doesn't have any of that stuff. He's had no shots. I don't want to, I mean, he's young, so maybe he can figure out how to start anew right in ohio it's gonna be tough to explain to what social security how he doesn't have like that like your parents died in the 1300s right and like he has never had a dental appointment or a doctor's appointment like he'll figure it out yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but christmas magic you know christmas magic (laughs) saves the day i want to talk about did you you saw the scene in the credits correct i actually did not <gasps> see the credit scene oh, and then i just goodness. saw before this episode that i missed a credit scene so please Let tell me, me tell what happens you all about it because so, i heard it teases a sequel <laughs> it does tease a sequel it teases a sequel with his brother if you may recall cole when he goes back to tell his brother like i'm in love with vanessa hudgens and same um his brother is like oh okay sure and he's like if you see an old crone be super nice to the old crone because she will like put you on a quest Cole says this to his brother and the brother's like okay I guess I'll keep my eye out for an old crone I don't know um so then in the (laughs) credit scene he comes upon the old crone Mm. still looking she looks great um and she 
basically does this she's like oh you want to go on a journey and presents him with a little medallion and cole's medallion was like it turned blue this guy's medallion turned red so he's gonna go off on like some journey now some red journey um (laughs) and like i honestly my hope fingers crossed is that they will have him go to a different time period i think that'd be really cool if they had him go to like I don't know, the 1920s or something. Because, like, anywhere he goes is going to be different from medieval times. Yes. Um, But, like, he could go to, like, the 1920s. Or, like, maybe he would go to, like, the year 3000 with the Jonas Brothers. Because, like, (laughs) keeping it in the Disney fam. Um, And then, like, somehow that would tie into the first one. Like, he could be, like, he could find a ghostly photo of Cole, (laughs) who is, like, now dead. Or, like, maybe, like... Will it connect movies? Will this crossover with Pris princess switch too will it keep oh my god what if he like goes which comes out next year yeah with vanessa hudgens but not in this role no but it could anything could happen it's christmas yeah christmas magic <laughs> christmas magic the hollywood part of me wanted to say would it be set in the 20s because then they need the budget like to oh, make yeah. everything be 20s. That's true. <laughs> that's such a sad way to look at it because you had so much hope. I, I want to yeah. believe it can be in the year 3000, but it's easier to set it in a time where you already own peacoats that work. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to think it's true. I'm glad that you watched for it because I, ju- I truly just saw that I missed the credit sequence and usually I keep it on and this one time I just didn't keep it on and that's I, what happens. I'm always hopeful for a credits moment. Like I love them so much, but to be totally honest, I just like left my laptop open and it was yeah. still playing. I didn't feel like they were common in Netflix <laughs> movies, so I'm glad no, you, it happens you sometimes. That up. Okay, yeah, it's always like like with Stranger Things, there was that juicy tidbit um, at the end of the episode of the season finale where like they're in like Eldovian Acorn. No, 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 that no, no, has no. A poem. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Stranger Things, Eleven is like and on my trip to Eldovia. Um, so I was just like, oh, like. My computer was on, it was playing, but I was like, maybe there's a credit scene, who knows? And then there was. But I will say, like, they should recast the brother. He's not that cute. But you know what? No offense. I, really, <laughs> I'm happy to have you here because you have strong opinions. <laughs> always, always. But it sounds like we are being set up for more to this story. What could happen next? We don't know. Maybe we'll find out where that dog came from. We can only hope. Or it will be set in the 20s, Prohibition era. Um, Lily... On this show, we rate everything between one and five at the end, how we felt about it. Um, For the night before Christmas, we are going to, I had multiple ideas for this, but it it comes down to what this movie was really about. Between one and five old crones, (laughs) (laughs) how would you rate the night before Christmas? I'm going to give it five old crones. Like, (laughs) I know that doesn't come as a major shock. So many crones with their perfectly applied brows. Um, this movie hit all of my like interests. Hot nights. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, dogs appearing from nowhere. And just like really captured like the spirit of the season, which is about giving to other people and also being in love in the snow. And like <laughs> that's all I want from my Christmas movies. That's wonderful. Um, I uh, So this movie, I went in. This was the movie I think I was most excited to see this Christmas season. Again, medieval tra- time traveling night slash Ohio. I was sold. <laughs> so um, I will be honest. Between this and the princess switch, I think I the princess switch was even more bonkers to me. It's something about like two people trading spaces type of movie 
where there's just a lot of hijinks can happen whenever you're swapping, doing those swap movies. Definitely. So I think for that, I was more intrigued. And also next year's sequel, which is supposed to have three Vanessa Hudgens. That's, I'm in so it. afraid. What and does interested. it mean? How will it work? <laughs> it's so, going to be great. So this was a little more like, I've kind of seen this before. I've seen the time traveling love story before. Um, but I love a good time traveling <laughs> love story. Um, I want to watch this man teach women to knead bread again. Again and again. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I would love to just see a special of that, like a British Bake Off masterclass of him teaching us to knead bread. Um, I loved that. Yeah, there was like a little bit of stress, but nothing was super stressful. Every conflict in this was super low stakes. We're just watching two very attractive, well-dressed people enjoy themselves and share burgers that Vanessa Learn how to eat. use Amazon Alexa Play. Yes. Um, they did do like a little Netflix and chill type of joke where he wanted to binge watch with her. That was cute. That was very cute. Um, it was just a couple of cute people. They didn't get into the questions that we have. Like, what would he do? How is he alive? He's dying of polio, what but is, that was not what addressed. Why does she immediately believe all of the, you know, none of that needs to be addressed. Everyone looks great. It's wintry. It's beautiful. Um, he sings a song on the soundtrack, which is super cute. He can sing as well. I didn't even know that until like yeah, you maybe, told me. And now maybe that I will happen in the sequel. It. I don't know. Um, so this just ma- gave me lots of feels and romantic feels. So this gets a five out of five old crones from me <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, but don't call the people in your life old crone. Santa doesn't like it. Um, Lily, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. We appreciate you being here. Thanks to all of you for listening. You can find All I Want for Christmas is this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Plus, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at All I Want Pod to see which movies we are streaming next. We have a super special guest coming on our Thanksgiving episode, so make sure you're subscribed to hear that. And until next time, happy holidays. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.